Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Do you need to be Jones? One man band. Good job. Do you want your water bottle, thirsty one? Uh, sure. Did you go potty yet? That's fine. Why don't you try and go potty? No, I don't have to. Sorry. <laughs> um. We have seven more books, and then we're done with Junie B. Jones. I know. This is 22, and then we're done with the Junie B. Jones series. Then we can either do Ivy and Bean. I think we should do Ivy and Bean because that's shorter. Goosebumps. But, yeah, but there's, like, over 100 Goosebumps books, I think. Yeah, girl. Dude, Goosebumps is creepy. Are you ready for this? Goosebumps, you are not going to be falling asleep to that, sis. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm going to be like... I am spooked out. You're going to be like this. Can I sleep on your floor? And I'm going to be like, no way. The snakes are scared. What are they going to do? Let me see your tooth. Peyton has a wiggly tooth. Okay, ready? Junie B. Jones, One Man Band. That's a weird title. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I yawned before I even started reading this time. Okay, here we go. Chapter one. Kickin' the Cow. Monday. Dear first grade journal, a kickball tournament, a kickball tournament. The whole entire first grade is going to have a kickball tournament. My teacher told us that the news, that news last week. And I Wait, can't even stop Okay, how does she know how to it. spell tournament and She how... didn't, she had it corrected. She sounded it out and got it fixed. What the heck, how? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't even it's hard. I know. She must go to a private school. Yeah. And judging by Lucille, I think she goes to a private school. Yeah. She's like, okay, can I ask you a question? I'm... Is the noise of the f- dishes freaking you out? Uh, yeah. Can you please shut the door? All I can hear is dishes. Da, but, da, da, da. Just, you don't even have to get up. Just lean up and shut it. Okay. Peyton dropped the... Oh, Jesus, Christ. Just, Just shut the door, huh? But Mom, it's going to be hot in here. You want it to be hot? Oh, but now when we're done. Don't worry. I'm going to sweat it out. And we are going to come and everything. I have been practicing my kicking every day after school. And I can kick high and low and fast and slow and to and fro and pro and con. When I grow up, I will have my own kicking show on TV probably. (laughs) From Junie B, first grader. I smiled at that nice thought. Then I peeked over the side of my desk. And I tried to wiggle my pinky toe. It still felt sore. That's because yesterday a little trouble happened when I was practicing in my yard. And it's called I accidentally kicked my ball over the fence. And I didn't want to go get it. So I had to find something else to kick. Then, ha, I spied my mother's brand new watering can. It was the one that has the funny cow painted on it, and it was sitting right in the middle of the yard. I laughed at that loud, perfect target. I bet I can kick that silly cow right over the moon, I said. 
then I rubbed my hands together, very excited, and I backed all the way up to the fence, then varoom, I took off running, and zoom, I ran faster and faster, and then kaboom, I kicked that can as hard as I could, and owie, ow, ow, that dumb bunny can was full of water, and nobody even told me about that problem. I fell down on the grass, very painful. Then I rolled around and I hollered real loud, my toe, my toe, my toe, I hollered, my toe. Mother hurried to the backyard. Junie B, my goodness, what's wrong, she called. My toe is wrong, my toe is wrong, call 911, 911. Mother hurried outside and took off my shoe and sock and she looked at my toe, ow, ow, ow. Mother hugged me, what in the world did you do to hurt it so badly, she asked. Did you trip over a rock or something? I did a gulp because maybe I shouldn't mention that I kicked or can possibly. Mother waited for me to answer, then very slow, her eyes glanced over to the cow, and it had a giant dent in its head. Also, his nose did not look normal. Mother did a frown. Junie B, she said very suspicious. Oh, she's acting kind of sus, right? <laughs> What's the story here? I looked back at her real impressed. That woman is sharp as a tack, I tell you. Finally, I did a sigh, and I told her the story here. Yeah, only, yeah, only it wasn't my fault, Mother, I said. I, it really, really wasn't. On account of first, I was practicing kicking, and then my ball went over the fence. And so what was I supposed to do, kick air? I did a thumbs down. But the good news, I said, because just then I saw your cow can. And so I ran into him with all my might and I kicked it as hard as I could. Only too bad for me, because that stupid thing was full of water. And now I have a smashed piggy toe. I thought for a minute. Then I folded my hands in my lap, very quiet. The end, I said. Mother did not look happy with me. Gee, imagine that. A watering can actually had water in it. How unusual, she said. <laughs> That's called sarcastic, I believe. After that, Mother carried Is me. Is it called sarcastic? Yeah, like being sarcastic. What After that, mean? it means you're being like, just joking. Mm. After that, Mother carried me inside and she called the doctor and he told her to raise my foot up on a pillow and use ice. And so guess what? At first, it felt a little better. Only this morning, I got dressed and it hurt to put my shoe on. And so even though I was, it was chilly outside, my mother said I could wear sandals to school. Oh, look at her owie's toe. It's like bruised. And so that's how come I kept checking on it this morning to see if it was feeling any better. I closed my journal real quiet and then I bent over my chair and I patted my toe very gentle. Next to me, May made a face. You shouldn't play with your feet, Junie Jones, she whispered. Playing with your feet is what stinky people do. Honestly, mind your own business and stop looking at me, May. That's what I would say. I'd be um, to her. You know how you're, I would say this. You know how you're looking at me? Can you, um, like, never do that again? <laughs> I stuck my tongue out that girl. Ooh. I got... I still get a kick out of that behavior. And after that, I sat back up again and I stacked my first grade dictionary on top of my journal. Then, 
Woo! Then I laid my head on the desk and I dreamed about kickball tournaments more. In my dream, I was the only person in the room who didn't kick the ball. That's because all of the other children in room one had broken legs on account of accidents happen sometimes. So I played in the tournament all by myself and I won that whole darn thing. Well, that's an interesting dream, which was without any help. And I was the star of room one. All of my friends shouted and cheered. Then they hugged me very happy and they threw confetti on my head. Only not May, May threw a small potato. That was uncalled for, I believe. <laughs> That's a silly dream, huh? Yeah. Do you ever dream about your school? Mm. No. Is that strange how we can't pick our dreams? Weird. Yeah. Okay. Chapter <clears throat> two, more piggy problems. I stayed in my dr daydream a real long time. Also, I think I snored a bit. Then all of a sudden, <clears throat> smack. Mr. Scary clapped his hands loud together, and that noise scared the daylights out of me, I tell you. I jumped right out of my seat, and my arms flinged out like crazy. Then my hand knocked into the dictionary, and oh no, that heavy book went over the edge of my desk, and it landed on my sore toe. Oh god, that poor girl. Ow! I shouted really loud. Ow, ow, ow! Then I reached for my foot, and I started to cry. Mr. Scary came running back to me. He then he quick sent Herbert just the school nurse to get some ice. I and hooray Wait, for Herbert. Her, yep, her friend. Hooray for Herbert because he brought that woman back with him. Her name is Miss Weller. I know I know her from previous <clears throat> accidents. Miss Weller gave me some tissues and she put an ice bag on my piggy toe. It felt heavy and soggy and on that sore guy. I pulled my foot away, but she put it, pulled it right back. Please, Junie B., she said Miss Weller. If you just want to keep ice on your toe, it will start to feel better, I promise. I shook my head real fast. No, it won't, Miss Weller, I said. I know it won't, because Mother already put ice on my same toe yesterday, and but today it still hurts. And that's how come I had to wear sandals to school today. Oh dear, she said. You mean this poor toe was already injured before you came to school today? I did a sniffle. Yes, I said. It was injured a real lot, Miss Waller. On account of yesterday, I kicked a cow. And that thing was solid as a rock, I tell you. Mrs. Waller's face went funny. You, you kicked a cow, she said in a soft. Yes, and the cow was full of water. And a cow full of water doesn't even budge. <sighs> After that, Miss Weller got very speechless, and she didn't ask any more questions. She just kept holding the ice pack on my foot. Plus, also, she mumbled to herself. <clears throat> what does that mean? Like, she was like, oh my god, what the hell is happening in her house? <laughs> Room one stretched their necks to see my foot. Then Shirley stood up, and she said that she knew how I feel, because one time she accidentally kicked a brick, and that did not feel good either. Then, oh, and then Roger, he hurt his toe before too, because last year he accidentally kicked a refrigerator repair truck. Plus, a boy named Sheldon said that last summer he accidentally kicked a giant stump on account of his cousin told him it was made of rubber. Oh, because it was a rubber tree. Um, but it's not really rubber. Yeah, but um, my cousin Carter, we were 
walking on a mountain, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And he was running, and we said, don't run. And he ran, and then he fell because, like, like a bump on yep. the ground. There was a rock. Yeah, and then he got, like... He fell and landed on his face, and his teeth went into his lip. Mm -hmm. I know. And we... And his... And we thought that his nose, his nose yeah. was Yeah, yep. He had scratches all over his nose and mouth and face. It was really, really sad, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Only, uh, he, on account of his cousin told him it was made of rubber. Only it wasn't, said Sheldon, very upset. It was made of a tree. <laughs> and so all of my toes got their heads bashed in. After that, Sheldon put his foot up on a desk and he started taking his shoe off to show us. Mr. Scary held up his hand. No, Sheldon, please. That's really not necessary. But Sheldon quick yanked off his shoe and sock and he raised his piggies right in the air. See, everybody? See the baby one? The baby one still has the little rub knob on the side of it. See? See? Just then, Sheldon tipped his chair back and his two legs so he could raise his foot even higher. Only too bad for him because quick as a blink, uh, his chair legs slided out from underneath him. And boom, he went crashing in the aisle and his forehead got to an, got a knob on it, just like his baby toe. Miss Willard quick grabbed the ice bag from my foot and she put it on Sheldon's head. She said he needed to come to the office with her right away. Only wait till you hear this, Sheldon didn't even cry. Instead, he left the ice bag on his head and he put the shoe and sock back on very calm. Then he walked out the door with Mrs. Weller. All of us clapped and clapped for that brave boy. Sheldon smiled when he heard that and he turned around and he did a bow and the ice bag fell off his head. <laughs> Chapter three, more bad news. Mother came to get me from school that day. She said she would drive me and Sheldon home so he wouldn't have to take the bus. I walked to the parking lot very limping. Wait, what did she say? Her mom said that she would come get her from school that way so she could she didn't have to walk oh she would drive her and Sheldon home hmm, that's weird yeah maybe maybe she knows Sheldon's mom mm. I walked to the parking lot very limping Sheldon was still wearing ice bag on the top of his head my must have been quite a day in room one said mother Sheldon did a sigh I've had better he said after that both of us got in the back seat and well, they're having a play date because they're friends yeah that's true and so we buckled our seatbelts. Sheldon quick put his window down mother turned around gee I don't know Sheldon she said that's going to be a lot of wind on you don't you think I like wind said Sheldon wind makes me feel makes my cheeks flap mother stared at him for a second uh okie doke she said then she turned back around and she started the car we drove out of the parking lot Sheldon leaned his head out the window and he tilted his head onto the, into the rushy air. He quick opened his mouth so the wind flapped in his cheeks and both of us started to laugh. Only just then, a little bit of trouble happened because mother went around the corner kind of whizzy and Sheldon, his head got tilted even further and whoosh, that big ice bag flew right out the window. Sheldon sat very still after that. Finally, he closed the window and he turned, drummed his fingers on the seat. Today really isn't going that good for me, he said. 
I nodded. Then I patted his arm. Because sometimes I understand that that boy, I understand that boy perfectly well. That night I tossed and turned in my bed because my toe did not like anything touching it. That's why. Not even the sheets. Oh, it must be very sore. Only here's the worstest part of all. Because the next morning when I took off my covers, my whole entire toenail was black. Oh, God. I did a scream at that terrible sight. Mother and Daddy came running in. Running in. Junie B, what on earth is the matter? My toe is the matter. My toe is the matter, I hollered back. Look, look, look. I held up my foot for Mother to see. Oh, my, she said. The doctor said that this might happen. Your toenail has a bad bruise on it. I wrinkled my eyebrow at her. A bruise? I, uh, that's all it, that's all it is? It's just a bruise? Mother nodded. Yep, just a bruise. Ooh, look at her toes, like, so owies. Junie B, she said, but I'm afraid it's going to be painful to wear shoes for a while. Daddy sat down next to me. Don't worry, though, honey, he said. As soon as it grows out, it will look normal again. And then he pointed to his bare foot. Look, look at mine. I bruised my big toenail many times over the years, but it's always grown out as good as new. See? I looked at it and made a face. Daddy's big toe is not attractive. Just then, tears came to my eyes, and I touched my toe very gentle. Ow, ow, ow. It hurts even worse than yesterday, I said. And now, how am I, but, and now what am I supposed to do? Because I don't even want to wear sandals to school again. On account of the sandals did not protect my toes from getting hurt. Mother thought for a minute. Then she closed, went to my closet, and she got my old red sneakers. She cut a hole in the side of the top with the scissors, and she held it up for me. Ta-da, she said, real singy. And all, oh, what do you know? The hole was right where my sore piggy was. Mother helped me put my red sock on so I could slid the holy sneaker on my foot very careful. And surprise, surprise, it didn't even hurt hardly. After breakfast, my mom drove me to school again. And the first thing, I went to room one. I felt kind of shy about my sneaker hole. And so I snuck my seat back in and I showed it to Herb in private. And guess what? Herbert's whole face lighted up. A window? You got a window in your shoe? I did a giggle at that idea. Hey, yeah, I said, a piggy toe window. And then Sheldon came hurrying across the room to one too. He had a shiny red bandaid on his forehead. He stood at the front of the room and he pointed with his finger. No one touched us, please, he said real loud. He turned to Mr. Scary. Even though I came back to school today, I'm still not totally right up here, he said. Mr. Scary nodded. Oh, yes, Sheldon, I am very aware of that. Sheldon kept on talking. I probably shouldn't play kickball tournament on Friday, he said. Because what if I'm standing there at home plate and a ball rolls at me? And then... <laughs> And a ball rolls that comes rolling at me and then it hit and then it hits a rock and it bounces up and smacks me in the band-aid. Then I get a bump on the top of my bump. Then he did a shiver. Double bumps would not be good, he said. Mr. Scary looked at him. No, Sheldon, double bumps would not be good, he said. But don't worry, between now and then <sighs> I'm sure we can come up with something else you can do in the tournament. After that 
Mr. Scary glanced Stay over at class. me. Yeah. Glanced over at me. And don't you worry either, Mrs. Junie B, he said, because we're going to think of something else that you can do too, okay? I raised my eyebrows at that guy. Yeah, but I don't want to do something else, Mr. Scary, I said. I want to play kickball, the kickball game. I've been practicing really hard. Mr. Scary smiled kind of sad. Yes, honey, I'm sure you have been, Junie B. He said, but your toe is already sore, and I doubt that you'll feel like kicking a ball with it on Friday. I sat there a minute, because I never even thought about that problem before. Or you should stay home. Well, she can still go and, and like, cheer her friends on, right? Then all of a sudden, my shoulders felt very slumping. I put my head on my desk and I hid under my sweater because now I would never be the star of the kickball tournament. And that has been the happiest day of my life. I would never be the star of the kickball and that had been the happiest day of my life. Oh, happiest dream of my life. I'm like, I'm confused. Chapter four. Dear first grade recess, uh, dear first grade journal, recess was not fun today. I sat on the playground and I stared at my sore toe through my piggy toe window. Sheldon sat next to me and he kept pressing on his red band-aid and saying, ouch. I told him to knock it off. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh my goodness. He just said, knock it off. Knock it off. Let me see here. Knock it off, dude. <laughs> I know. I am not in a good mood from Junie B, first grader. Then I got done writing and I am heard talking in the front room and I looked up. It was Lucille standing in front of Mr. Scary's desk and Camille and Chanel were standing there too. All of them were blabbering about the exact same thing. Mr. Scary covered his ears and finally he said, whoa, whoa, whoa at them. And he pointed for them to sit back down. After that, Mr. Scary stood up and he walked back to the front of the room. Boys and girls, it has come to my attention that not everyone in room one wants to play kickball in the tournament, he said. His eyes glanced over to Camille and Chenille. It seems that two of our classmates would rather be cheerleaders, he said, and another one would like to be... He This time he glanced his eyes at Lucille. A homecoming queen, he said. Lucille sprang right up. No, no, a princess, I called out. She called out, I want to be a homecoming princess, Mr. Scary, not a queen. Princesses are very cuter than queens. Prin plus, princesses are not old. Interesting. She looked at the children and fluffed herself. Wait till you see me, everyone. Mm. I'm going to have a beautiful float made out of pink rose petals, she said. And there You're not mm -hmm. a princess. Yep. And there will be golden throne for me to sit on. She looked all around the room. Maybe a few of you girls liked, would like to be my attendants, she said, but my Nana will have to look you first, you over first. Mr. Scary went back to the sink and back to the rooms, and he took an aspirin. Room one started buzzing about Lucille. Then some of the children started thinking about different jobs that they could have on the tournament. Two, hey, maybe I can have, maybe I can be the game announcer on the loudspeaker, said Roger. And then after that, I can pour root beer on the winners. Yeah, he said. And I could tell Rice Krispie Treat. And I could sell Rice Krispie Treats. My mother says those things are profit. Just then, they... are profit. Yeah. May jumped up. And I could do a crowd control, she called out. Because I already have a badge at home. And so all I need is a big stick to poke people with. And a gas mask. 
Mr. Scary took another aspirin. When he walked back to his desk, he took a deep breath. Okay, here's the best thing I'm gonna do for you guys. I'll give everyone here two, cho two choices of jobs. You can either play in the game as part of the team, or you can be a cheerleader, but that's it. That's my best offer. Lucille stood up at her desk and she flounced, flounced. She flounced her dress, very upset. Then she plopped back down again. After that, Sheldon stood up too and pointed out his Band-Aid. But what about this, Mr. Scary? Have you forgotten about my injury? I can't play the game, remember? This cheerleading is just for girls. Mr. Scary frowned. Well, that's not actually true, Sheldon. Lots of college male have male cheerleaders, he said. But since you and Junie B both have injuries, I'll let you two pick the different jobs to do in the tournament, okay? That would be only fair. Sheldon looked relieved. Yes, he said. I was hoping you'd say that because I already know what I'm going to do. He quick climbed on his chair and made an announcement. I'm going to do a halftime show, he said. I'm going... He, Mr. Scary grabbed him and put him back in his seat. A halftime show, he said. Kind of curious. Sheldon nodded real fast. Yes, yes, yes. Because my dad used to play the cymbals in high school, in the high school band, and he already taught me how. Plus, he still has a band uniform, so my mother can fix it up for me. Then, I can march and play the cymbals like real professional band guys. Sheldon clapped his hands together and wait, here's another idea. Maybe I can sing too, because I learned songs at Christmas time, and my dad says I can carry a tune. And Mr. Scary smiled. You know what, Sheldon? I think that's a fine idea, he said. In fact, I think a little bit of halftime entertainment would be excellent. Sheldon clapped some clap, clapped and clapped some more. Yay, I'll start practicing as soon as I get home, said Mr. Scary again. Then he raised his eyebrows and he looked back at me. Junie B, what do you think, he said. If Sheldon does a halftime show, would you like to be in it too, he asked. I bet playing an instrument wouldn't be too hard for you with your sore toe. I'm sure Sheldon would be happy to have another band member. <sighs> I did a loud groan. Then I put my head back on my desk and I covered it up with my sweater again. All right. Doop a doop a doop doop. Kiss kiss. Love you. You're getting sleepy, huh? Mm hmm. Say goodnight. Goodnight. <laughs>